Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're here. We're doing it. It's another fun-filled episode. I hope so. I say that at the top with the most confidence that something will come out of this. You know, I'm trying to just build up and have some kind of entertainment value to give you guys something to do for a half hour and give me something to do for about two hours. Why two hours, you say? Well, it turns out, guys, the little people behind here, I edit this podcast down to the half hour you see. That's right. It's not all one take. That's a lie. This is all one take. It's uh, just like a two-hour process to edit and do all the shit. And in reality, isn't that what I'm really doing? Distracting myself from the ability to sit and wonder about the choices I've made in life. <laughs> Let's sit here instead and yammer to myself into a microphone and then watch it back and see myself in a camera and listen to the audio of me being an absolute moron for a half hour. <laughs> and reading weird articles online. It's just justifying weird behavior, you know? It's definitely uh, the lack of having a family <laughs> is uh, definitely playing a huge factor in that. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's funny. It is weird when you pull back to how meta that is and just pull back the curtain of the weirdness of what it is. But here we are. We're here have helping you guys uh, do our thing. We're doing the thing like we always do. I did come to a realization before doing this because as a 31-year-old child, um, I was playing video games, that, m putting this off as much as possible, you know, just like a... 15-year-old doing homework, you know? I know it's 10 o'clock, and I need to be in bed right now. I need to get sleep because I have 5 a.m. basketball practice, and I'm not going to be able to go to basketball practice, get done with that, shower up, and I'm not going to be able to do this math assignment that's 45 fucking questions in the 15 minutes you're sitting at the lunch table bullshitting with all your friends before the first class bell rings, okay? That's not going to happen. I can't even copy answers fast enough in 15 minutes. You can't cheat your way to fi finishing that assignment. No. No, you can't. But instead of doing it, you know, right there at 10 o'clock, you know, just eating my fucking, just making my bed that I laid in, you know, and just sitting there, and doing the homework, and staying up, and then going to bed as much as possible. Nope. Just sit there and play video games. Push it off. Just push that fucking responsibility off. That's what I was doing with this podcast. <laughs> playing Halo, dude. Just playing a first-person shooter, playing Halo Infinite, playing, you know... 12 to 15 year olds and then a lot of 30 year old men my, my age who is still holding on to nostalgia who are very good at this game and I proceed to just get pwned like a fucking noob for 15 minutes each round and then just continue to think oh I got I know this is done and I sit there and go how how the fuck is that possible you, you ever get killed in the video game and you just sit there and scream at it like how is that possible this doesn't make any fucking sense it makes sense because you suck that's right I suck at video games I always have always will and I just I have to announce it formally on the podcast you guys I got to retire from first person shooters I gotta hang that rafter up. I I don't I don't actually I don't even get to hang 
a banner up for my first-person shooter career, okay? It is not even subpar. It is in the basement, okay? I always liked playing them. I was never one of those dudes who had a great KD, KOD ratio, you know? Or KD ratio, whatever the fuck the kids call it now. Yeah, I just, I'm not good at them. But I like playing them. They are fun. Uh, but you have to dedicate way too much time and effort into getting good at it. And I, you know, maybe, I think I've just gotten worse at it. Because, like, this game's been out for a while. I've been playing it a while. I was doing decent at it. And I have to say, I think once you turn 30, you lose a little bit of dexterity in the hands. Okay? I think it, you, my trigger finger's slowing down, kids. I just can't keep up with them. I just can't do the 360 no scopes no more. You know, the frame rate's too fast. My old eyeballs can't keep up with the 360 no scopes. I gotta hang it up. So, I think I just gotta, I gotta start playing old people games, dude. I do. I gotta, and I've been playing them before, but I guess it's time to dust them off and start playing. I gotta start playing the retirement video games. You know, Tiger Woods, <laughs> PGA. I gotta start playing those. Uh, gotta play some puzzle games. I gotta dust off the old mist. <laughs> start solving puzzles. You know, because those puzzle games help keep your mind sharp, you know. <laughs> I got to download one of those uh, mobile games that will help me keep my mind strong as my, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alzheimer's sets in. You know, I, I need one of those games for short-term memory. Start doing the crossword puzzles on the online. That's all Wordle was. Everybody th thought that was, like, the coolest thing ever. It was a crossword puzzle without coming up with a clue. There's just no clue. You're just guessing. That's the that's all it was. It was a new spin on a crossword puzzle. And everybody loved it. I did, too. Let's be real. We were all working together. Some people were cheating, looking up the word of the day. If they didn't get it on their last attempt, they didn't want to lose their streak, which ruins ruins the authenticity of it, okay? You can't be doing that. That's why, like, I don't like people who mod their video games out as much, you know? I don't know. I've always, I, like, I like playing multiplayer games a little bit, but not as much as I have been. And I just need to give it up. I need to go back into my solo gaming world. You know, just, I got to go back into Skyrim, you know, I know I have like three or four houses in that game, you know, I got a pretty, I'm a, I'm the, uh, dragon talking guy, I got a dragon breathing, dragon breath, whatever they call you in that, I don't remember what it's called, the scene, maybe I need to pick it back up again, I don't remember the references, <laughs> but I know I was the shit in that game, I was somebody in Skyrim, I'm nobody in Halo, dude. I'm nobody on that ring of all these Spartans. You thought you were the last of the Spartan. Nuh-uh, bud. There's a bunch of them. Headhunting. Trying to take me out. And it's over. It's time that I, just like a Spartan, take out my Spartan death, you know? Like a real Spartan. Take it out on the battlefield. And I died on that battlefield. My last game, I died right there, dude. That was it. And I gotta hang it up. 
wow, how uninteresting is it that I'm retired? How uninteresting is this <laughs> that I was playing? That I'm talking about how I'm not gonna play Halo anymore, like a fucking dork. What a fucking loser. It is what it is. You know, it. Is. I just don't have the the good intelligence. I don't know. This is why I try to do stand up. <laughs> I'm much cooler in the real world. Not really. I'm very poor in the real world. Speaking of stand up, thanks uh, to everybody in Lincoln. Thanks to everybody at the Peace Tree Brewing Company last week. Um, and then uh, I did another show that I'm forgetting right now. Oh, maybe it's on the back of this thing. What was it? Uh oh yeah and then when CB uh when I did uh third base barn grill that was a lot of fun uh thank you to all the people who are coming out to those shows those have been a ton of fun uh really enjoying it if you want to see me do stand up uh next couple dates I have is this week when the podcast comes out uh April fourteenth Knoxville at Peace Tree Brewing Company uh in Knoxville uh April fifteenth uh Creston Iowa at Hot Air Brewery um in Creston, Iowa. That's April 15th. So a couple weekend shows coming up. If you're listening to this week comes out, you will enjoy those shows. So thank you to everybody coming out. Lincoln was fun. I have now officially spent more time in Lincoln than I have in my entire life. Uh, That is a, a, it's an interesting city. (laughs) Those college towns are like, everything's based around the university. But it's still not like a college town because they have some big banks and like some some industry there. But then still the college is their main thing. It's it's odd. And then it produces odd people, you know, it brings in like these. It's funny because I'm sure out in Nebraska, it's kind of like what Des Moines is because Des Moines is a, a big, bigger, the biggest city probably in I would assume it's got to be between that and or Sioux City. Now I'm curious, uh, I'm, but I'm pretty sure Des Moines is the biggest biggest cities in Iowa. Let's find out. Uh, yeah, it is Des Moines. Okay, that makes and it's only a quarter of a million people. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait a minute. The population of 2021. Metro population. Okay, so actually, it's closer to three quarters of a million. For, like, the metro. Okay, cool. I was about to say, that's all it is around here? That's fucking crazy. Um, But, yeah. Uh, But I assume that place is a lot like what Des Moines is, you know? Where all the small town, like, people, when we're like, oh, we're going to go to a, we're going to go to the big city, you know? We're going to actually get out of here. And then they go there, and that's their version of a big city. Even though Omaha, you know, is pretty close, but, like, that's, like, too much of a step up okay you gotta you gotta go to the a team first you know you gotta go to you gotta go play a ball in lincoln and if things are too boring and too slow in lincoln then you go up to uh <laughs> you go up to double a in omaha and then if you don't like that then you try, then you just swing for the fences and go major league and go to new york city that's what you do it is an interesting city uh i met some fun people at the uh show I did there at the storm cellar that was a good time I do like uh I got to the bar a little early for the show and was hanging out and stuff and I always forget that like when you have local town bars like where I was at uh you know it's like an in neighborhood bar right and it used to be a speakeasy and stuff and then they had just the regulars there I I got to kind of catch a regular squabble (laughs) 
<laughs> dude. Oh, it's so funny because they'll sit there and talk to each other. Like these people only know each other as drinking partners. Okay, they only know them each other stool side. Okay, they've only know this version of this person, which is they probably don't talk until they're five or six cocktails deep, and then they feel loose enough to open up and talk to each other and I saw a squabble start to happen and it's funny because then you're like they're trying to be real with each other but they actually don't really know each other <laughs> and they're trying to be like no bro I'm just trying to hear what you're I'm trying to be here for you man like I care about you and stuff you know I'm always here to like listen <laughs> and it's just like I don't think that's really how that works that's not what real friendship is is letting each other drown in the bottle that's inebriated inebriated uh, support is never a good support. <laughs> I've never heard anybody go, oh man, you know what I could use right now is the support of my drunk uncle. <laughs> Nobody's ever like, yeah, I, your advice is good, but can you drink a fifth of Jack and then come back and give me advice? <laughs> I like when you're just absolutely blacked out to give me advice. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, yes. Oh, uh, well, you, well, let's talk about your relationship, man. Like, I know she's been, like, kind of, like, uh, going at you a little bit, and you feel like things are on the rock, but you can work stuff out with her. Yeah, dude, I know what you're saying, but, like, I never like this advice when you're sober. Will you go just slam half a pint of vodka and then come back and tell me, let me tell you about your bitch girlfriend of yours. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Nobody's ever asking for that advice. That's the worst advice you can ever get is when one of your friends is fucking hammered. It's so funny. Uh, it's bad emotional intelligence. That's why you're drinking like that. You want to hide your emotional intelligence. Which actually bleeds me into the article I found this week, guys. Because we apparently emotional intelligence is a thing. I didn't know about it until I found this article. So I'm going to read this to you guys and we're going we're gonna to break it down. Because you're probably wondering what it is too. And apparently there's phrases you can use because it's this article is called if you use these 13 phrases every day, you might have a higher emotional talents than most uh, psychology experts. OK, so you might have emotional intelligence. I don't know what it is. Let's see if they explain it. Uh, do you have an act for connecting with people? Emotional intelligence is the ability to uh, identify and understand emotions, both your own and the emotions of others. I'm already out. <laughs> like, I know I have emotions. I'm a, a way too much of an emotional person, to be honest. I, I feel like that most of the time. Like, I feel like I don't have a good grasp on them, and I feel stuff all the time. I think I know what other people are feeling. I have no idea, okay? I assume I'm always making them feel bad. <laughs> I've read a book about that. Uh, I, I can't remember what it's called. It's like mind wise, I think is what it's called. And it's a whole book from a psychologist explaining how most of us are always completely wrong on what we think other people are thinking. That's the premise of the whole book. And it makes so much sense. They did studies with people who have been married for fucking like 35, 50 years, and they don't even know what the other person's thinking. You know, you would think after that time you might have a little bit of an idea, but you don't. But I'm already out on the emotional intelligence. Maybe you guys are. Let's find out. Research has shown it's a rare and valuable asset. Okay, see, that makes me feel better. It's rare. This emotional intelligence is like a holographic Charizard, okay? You just don't stumble into emotional intelligence every day. 
Emotional intelligence can help you build and strengthen relationships, diffuse conflicts, and improve your overall job satisfaction. Well, cool. You can use it in the workplace. That's always fun. Psychologist experts say that this, if you use these 13 phrases uh, every day without even thinking about it, you have a higher emotional intelligence than most people. You have to use all 13, and you have to use the unlucky 13 because your high emotional intelligence, if you don't use this unlucky number, then it doesn't offset the uh, your ability to feel people's emotions, and then it can cause a black hole to open up and destroy the entire world. <laughs> so if you don't use all of them and give yourself bad luck with your emotional intelligence, you will destroy the world. Okay? So be responsible if you are emotionally intelligent okay let's find out what these phrases are i guess you guys uh could you tell me more about that people who lack self-awareness only care about their own thoughts and opinions but emotionally intelligent people are interested in how others feel and what they have to say communicate in a way to encourage people to talk about their feelings and experiences and use their responses as a learning opportunity. I mean, that's good advice. You should definitely try to always encourage people to talk more about themselves. It's so interesting, too. Um, you'll notice this if you pay attention to it enough. I notice it. Uh, I try to start conversations, and I will start conversations by asking somebody a question or whatever. And they'll, they'll start talking and answering the question. And I don't necessarily always ask the question so I can answer, but I'm hoping it'll start the conversation. Like they'll go and then they'll be like, oh, have you ever thought about that? Like, like they bring up another topic and they go, oh, do you know anything about that? And it's like, oh, you didn't, you go back and forth. You ever just ask somebody a question and then they answer it and they do it like they really get into the answer and talking about whatever it is in their aspect. And then they just never reciprocate. They just stop their point and just look off into the distance. <laughs> it's like, what has happened? I guess we're not going to talk then. Cool. Uh, that is lack of self-awareness, I guess, in its own right. <laughs> your own thoughts and opinions. How do you learn anything if you only care about your own thoughts and opinions? It's got to be crazy. I hear you. Guys, I hear you guys. I just want to let you know that. I do hear you. Even though you guys aren't putting out a podcast that I can listen to. <laughs> I do hear you guys. <laughs> I hear your complaints and your concerns. Uh, by telling someone you understand them, it sets up a cooperative environment uh, perfect for team building. Other similar phrases uh, like, uh, as uh, I see what you mean and I get what you are driving at, <laughs> uh, signal that you are truly listening and opening up the lines of communications. Or you could just be saying that to be so they'll just stop talking. Be like, I hear what you're saying. Now I'm going to say stuff at you. A lot of people you do that. They use that I hear you as a way to put up a fucking stop sign and be like, you're beating yourself. Stop. I understand what you are saying, but this phrase is another important aspect of emotional intelligence. Uh, the ability to act diplomatically when dealing with difficult people and situations. If you disagree with someone, express the uh, in a tactful way, a non-confrontal way. The goal is to make it easier to arrive to a mutual agreement to the solution. Yeah, that's... That's where I think we have a lot of problems in today's world because nobody's trying to say they understand what the other person is saying. It's just everybody's screaming, you're wrong. <laughs> we don't have time for nuance for you to understand points, okay? 
And no one on the when you're trying to say that to them, they're not trying to understand. <laughs> um, how do you feel about that? Uh, makes people feel uh, acknowledged and respected, and pay attention, uh, and take time to understand and empathize with them. Uh, as you listen, make an effort to put yourself in their shoes in a meaningful way. Yeah, because then you're just at least checking in on them to see how they feel about a certain situation. I mean, how often are you just talking at somebody or trying to make a plan and you're not like stepping in and asking how's that sound or what, what do we think? Was there any input you have on it? There's so many people just like, we're going to do this and this and this and this and buy the fucking book. And goddamn, does that get old fast? Uh, I'm not sure what's wrong. Uh, could you explain that problem? Uh, with this phrase, you know that someone is having an issue and instead of reacting negatively you invite them to share their thoughts um similar alternatives can you clarify that for me or what i'm hearing from you is that x is, that is uh what i'm hearing from you is that x is that right yeah that's the one i hit them with too because like i just want to make uh, half the time i'm just like <laughs> dude i just don't understand most things i don't i really don't and I'm trying to keep up. I just want to make sure everybody. I'm on the same page with everybody. I'm trying to be liked. I'm trying to make sure I understand the plights. I'm trying to make sure I'm understanding whatever the situation or the goal or the tactic is. Dude, just like uh, slow down for two seconds and be like, hey, can I ask you a question? Because what you're saying, this doesn't make sense. And I don't understand what we're trying to do. He's got us pump the brakes, kid. I got to know what that means. I don't understand your fancy book language. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, when you ask someone to clarify, you're asking them to say something a different way and provide more information so you understand them better. This uh, is a different form of asking a person to repeat something. Um, yeah, and that always helps, too. I think it's it's uh you guys ever been in a meeting or talking with somebody and they just say a point that you know you've heard like i've been doing this lately if i hear somebody use a phrase that i've heard a lot of people repeating and just kind of regurgitating or just saying it i go i will say what do you mean by that or what does that mean and then to have them try to explain it is always sometimes fun because they've never thought about what it actually means or tried to break it down in their own way. They're just parroting something. <laughs> I'm guilty of it. I've fucking done that shit. Of course I have. You know, we're all subjective to it. And it's just, you should get called out on it. Because you should, if you're going to say something, you should be able to explain it in multiple ways and explain it in a linear fashion that anybody could understand. But sometimes we just get stuck in these things and just like... I'm just going to say this in a, just this phrase and we'll just call it good. It's like a oh, perfect example like uh we're not even a perfect example, but just like things like common phrases. Like a lot of people say things and you're like, "Oh, I didn't even know what the origins of that was." I'm reading this book about pirates and one of the things they said like, you know, they oh, they scoured and looked for them through the four corners of the world and when you hear that, right? Like that's a common phrase. The, uh, they search far and wide through the four corners of the world. And people just kind of know that phrase. It's a thing that's been hit. But reading this book, and just because they've talked and I've seen map diagrams in it, I just finally put it together, the fact that when they say they search the four corners of the world for them, it's because maps used to be just, you know, they're square pieces of paper. The, the whole world was on a 
square. So you search the four corners of the world for them. And I was like, wow, I didn't ever even thought about that. Like, it's just, uh, you know, you if you, I'd asked that, somebody would have had to explain it to me. And pr- sometimes you don't know. It happens a lot with sayings. I will say that, where you're just like, can you tell me what that actually means or where it came from? It's the old sayings are so fascinating when you start breaking them down. Uh, great job. Show appreciation goes a long way. That's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, you both have good points. Let's see how we can work together. This is a phrase that helps uh, diplomatically work through trouble spots uh, by acknowledging different points of view. Once you encourage someone to share their concerns, you can more easily solve the potential problem. Studies show that the ability to resolve conflict is a trademark of emotional intelligence. Yeah, and I just run from those. (laughs) i want to slither away from conflict as much as possible it's like i just don't want to deal with it let's just get the fuck away from this i'll let somebody else deal with that it's such a bad trait i'm trying to work on ahead going at it head on but man is it is it tough i'd love your input on this is a phrase uh similar to the ones like can i get your advice uh, from you or do you mind if I ask for some input uh, it allows someone to feel proud of themselves uh, which makes uh, them think very positively of you because yeah because you're giving them props you're like hey you know some shit I don't know and I need some help yeah that's of course you do like it's weird how many people are so against asking for help dude just ask for help it's good it's gonna make life so much easier you know there's people everywhere who knows so much more than you just ask just ask the question or google it (laughs) i know it's not directly asking somebody but at least somebody out there has answered it for you it'll be in a 15 minute youtube video where you have to hear them talk about like liking and subscribing to their channel a couple times but you'll get the answer you want to hear somebody tell you to like and subscribe to their youtube channel all the time do you do you want to do that well then, if you don't want to hear that, go ask your coworker Bob across the aisle. He'll ask you and not expect you to give him a thumbs up and a rate and review. <laughs> ask people in the real world for advice and you don't have to deal with it. <laughs> uh, this situation makes me worried. Uh, okay. When a problem, when there's a problem, emotional intelligence can people can don't focus on the person who created it, uh, but on the overall situation. The way you're not blaming someone to put them, putting them on the defensive side. Instead, you're explaining how you feel about what happened, um, which helps you avoid sounding passive aggressive uh, or or, or uh, antagonistic. Okay, I've never actually seen the word antagonistic written out. That's interesting. I don't know why I never thought it looked that way. Um, yeah, don't be passive aggressive, just be actively aggressive, you guys. If someone, that's the way I, I'm done doing that. If someone starts doing shit like that, I'll just go, I'm just like, no, that person, you are the problem. (laughs) And then it's funny because then they get defensive, um, which does not help the situation at all. It's a terrible way to actually resolve conflict, but that's what I've been doing. Uh, I feel uh, this way about uh, when you're emotionally intelligent, you connect uh, with your emotions as they happen in the moment. Um, this type of self-awareness allows you to be better share your own emotions and press uh, emotions and impressions on others, which both 
makes them feel closer to you and encourages them to do the same. I'm sorry. <laughs> Having a healthy dose of humanity is a common among uh, the highly emotional intelligence. Uh, don't be afraid to say I'm sorry when you make a mistake. Admit it and genuinely apologize um, to whoever deserves it. Yeah, don't be like me and just say I'm sorry. <laughs> just to get this conversation be over <laughs> you know doing the dumb shit that you do uh thank you it's the magic don't use don't forget to use the magic word thank you is a good one i overuse that one but goddamn i say thank you to a lot of people and i hope it means a lot to them you know there's enough people out there who are doing jobs that they just don't get thanked for all the time or doing just little things and it's like yo th thank you for helping me with this you know, the sheet, this the, the Johnson account. If you didn't help me with this and figure that out, I which would have caused even more problems that eventually we even got to you and caused problems in your work. Or just, you know, thanking somebody for ringing you at a, out at a gas station. Like, they probably don't hear it that often. Just say thanks. They appreciate it. Or if they hear it too often and they've become numb to it. I don't know. Uh, but you should be thank saying thank you, you fucking heathens, you know. Just like I'm telling you, thank you for listening to the episode, guys. That's right. We're at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening. Not worth the time. If you like this show, you want to head on over to punninggame.com where you can find more shows like this, guys. It's crazy. There's all sorts of podcasts there. So go check those out. And then head over to youtube.com where you can watch this show. What? And clips of stand-up. It's fucking crazy over there. You can do all sorts of fun stuff there at YouTube at Comic Way Taylor. So go check that out. Subscribe to that and do that. Guys, like I said, live shows April 14th, Knoxville, Iowa. Peace Tree Brewing Company. Come out to that. April 15th, Creston, Iowa. Going to the Hot Air Brewing Company. Come out to that. That's going to be fun. So come out to those shows. It's going to be a great time. Uh, don't forget to go to the Pun and Game Shop. You guys know the drill. N-W-T-P-O-D pod. N-W-T pod. That gets you free shipping at checkout. To do that, get yourself a hoodie, something nice, get yourself a t-shirt, represent your favorite shows at punnygame.com. You'll love it. I know you will. Guys, this has been not worth the time. I'm glad you stuck it out with me. I'm glad we got a good episode in, got some laughs in, learned a few things about ourselves, and things went great. Guys, have a great rest of your week. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do.